Hello and welcome back to the Win Your Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today we have a special version of the podcast. Usually I will come on here and I'll talk about random nonsense, just about anything I can think of or talk about. But I wanted to do something a little different, a little special. So I wanted to stick to this food theme. And there's a documentary on Netflix called Chef's Table that I really, really uh, enjoy. I was... uh, really into cooking i was watching uh chopped like all people do the legendary show chopped and i came across this documentary on netflix that really opened my eyes to the different ways that people can cook and do things and this was the first episode i i watched because i was kind of looking for like a interesting one not that they all aren't interesting it's just that this one in particularly you know it the the description of it was really really good so if you don't know the documentary the documentary is on Netflix this is the first season volume one or season one and it is chef's table Francis Malman and the uh, um, the description reads from isolated Patagonian islands to French Michelin three-star restaurants. Chef Francis Malman celebrates his wild open fire cooking style. And that's what really reeled me in into this whole whole thing. So, yeah, I thought I'd do a, a commentary over it, you know, which uh, sadly means that I'm not going to record myself watching it. I thought that was going to be a little... A little lame just for you guys to watch me watch it you know I'd rather you guys watch the documentary and then just hear my commentary over it which means yes the YouTube is going to unfortunately go down in the visual department but I will still upload the content onto the channel and maybe we'll we'll see what kind of uh, pictures from the episode I can put up but anyways if you guys are ready um get a drink make some get a snack get some sandwiches you know get some some sort of food get something you know get ready for this because this is a really good episode and uh it might make you hungry so or not depending on i guess depending on your choices life choices so here's what's going to happen the netflix logo when i press play the netflix logo is going to appear and it's going to go and then it immediately cuts to black and that's where the commentary is really going to start. But before then, uh, get ready. Don't press play yet. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys like this this episode of the commentary. Thank you. Look at that. Wow. Living up in the mountains. Life is good. Man. And you would ask him, what do I do for a living? You waited for him. You're eight years old waiting for some man in a car. That is... Ooh, look at that fish. Come home for tea. That doesn't seem suspicious in any way shape or form whoa he's eight years old is this guy like to drink give me a beer give me give me something really you know satisfying for an eight-year-old oh that looks good that looks really really good making a nice soup with dish I always wanted to eat like a gourmet meal on a... I mean, I have tried gourmet meals on a boat. But like, where I actually cook the food, not like catered. You know what I mean? Wow, he's just like right there on the water. But he's not... Look at this. The guy is having wine brought to him. So he didn't do this for himself. He did it for, for the video for us. Netflix Presents. I do like the aesthetically pleasing way that they set up the table. Like, look at that. You know how skilled you have to be as a napkin folder to do that? Netflix documentary series. I mean, the attention to detail is wild. And this guy is no exception. He really... I mean, this guy has a lot of restaurants. 
produced by John Henyon. Why am I saying their names like I actually know these people? Look at the variety. Now, I don't know how, I mean, look how small the, the servings are. But, you know, somebody out there has to find it very decadent, very delicious. And I don't think I'm one of those people. Ooh, look at that. Noodles. Francis Mullman, that's the guy. Chef's table. Here we go. We're getting into it. That was just the opening. That guy was eating alone on a boat with people bringing in wine. Look at this. Empty shack. This looks like, uh, this looks like somewhere that Shrek would live, doesn't it? It kind of looks like his swamp, sort of. Except there's a lot more snow and it's not much more of a swamp as it is a empty shack. Oh, okay. Whoa! Now, when I first watched this, I thought that these were like... I don't know why I thought these were like raccoons. I was like, what in the world is he do? Look at this. He's sprinkling it with water, and he just leaves it outside. Like, imagine you just leave your food outside to cook. I mean, that's not so crazy crazy, but when it's like that, I mean, there's no bears, there's no wolves living out there in these woods. Like, what is, what's the deal? What's going on here? I just didn't understand it, you know? I thought it was completely weird, and it was a different kind of cooking style. Burnt oranges with rosemary. Burnt... I, listen, I don't like anything too burnt. I like things burnt, but not too burnt, you know what I mean? Burnt fruit. I never thought about really burning fruit. I like it fresh. I like my fruit, um, you know, literally just off of the tree if you can or from the ground I like it cold I don't in particular like it burnt biggest food star in the Latin world that's a cool shot I like that with the mountains the fog he's just there solo and of course the camera crew oh wow I always like places like this with the like great clouds and stuff and it's just like rocks and pebbles and stuff kind of feels like something out of the hobbit or like you're taking a journey this reminds me of the beginning of uh batman begins where he's like gets dumped down onto the road and he has to climb some mountain so that way he can meet raz al ghul and stuff end of archer Ooh, that looks cool that's nice I have to say, the cinematography on this is really, really cool. It's more than just the table. You know, it's outside. Ooh, that looks nice. Mm-hmm. La Isla, Lago La Plata, Patagonia. Mm-hmm. Oh, that looks like at a twilight. Look at that. Look at that shot. Can't you just see that being in a twilight movie or something? That's pretty cool. Hmm. And that's where he saw those two women naked and they asked him for a drink. Learn to love very slowly. Well, Mmm. I guess it can't be pretty lonely and isolating spot like that, but at the same time, it's pretty cool. I always wanted to kind of live somewhere isolated and alone, but with people I love, you know what I mean? Probably with the love of my life. That would be, that would be cool. You know, I make a fire like that and I cook for us, and then we go into like this wooden cabin. Ooh. Man, that's such a pretty shot. No wonder he's out there on the boat every day. All right, where's the food? Show me the food. Or is this the food? Oh, snap, he's smoking. He's smoking. That is a big joint. That is a big, that is like, oof. Is that the oven? Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. That's where he's cooking his stuff. 
Dude, this really feels like... I don't know. So, like... Not modern at all. It's got this old school feel to it that I really like. This is like, uh... Having those places in your house that only you know how to work. Like, if you were to tell me, like, go into the house and make a pot of tea, I'd be like, what? Where's the... Where's the stove? How do I... How do I do this? Ooh. Oh, he's making coffee. Yo, or is it... I think it's coffee. It's definitely coffee. Look at that. Nice cup of coffee. Was the camera crew ever like, hey, can you do something more? Can you ever like, can you spice it up a little bit? Like, what are you looking at that tree for? Or did they tell him like, hey, look at that tree. You can't do, whoa. Jeez, look how much wood he's burning. Childhood, huh? Yes. Burning stuff. He's definitely an arsonist. He loves to burn stuff. I like to burn stuff too, but if I had the right materials and this amount of wood, yeah, I would definitely do it. Wow. It just tosses it right in there. But then again, he's a professional. And if I were to do it, I'd definitely mess it up. I gotta get out of my chair, my sofa. I gotta go out, dude. Right now, I'm doing this commentary. Oh, wow. Here we go. This is what I was waiting for. Ooh, that looks awesome. And you just have people gather the firewood for you. This is making love. Wow. That is... Huge and strong, yes. Look at that, he just puts the dough right in. That's what's so cool about cooking with fire, is that you don't know what the heat levels are going to be or how you can really cook perfectly. It's different every single time, which is really cool. Oh, look at that. And they just pick up the whole thing. That is so nice. Hmm. Well, that's why you're, on your, you're your own boss. You know what I mean? That way you can't get fired. You don't want to get fired for cooking with fire. Oh, is he making pancakes? Or is those... Oh, those are crepes. Wow. Nine minutes. Mmm. Right, right. Oh my gosh, look at that. That is, that looks so good. That is delicious. Respect what you cook. Now, I have to say, I have been very disrespectful with cooking. But you know what? Because of you, I'll respect it. Wow, they're like doing the dark, they're doing the dark magic, just so that way they can, they can make everything. Ah, uh, yes, you're very romantic, yes. You're employees, essentially. It's romantic to have employees, is what he's trying to say. Wow. Autobots roll out. They roll, dude. No way. 
Oh, snap. Timber. Boom. So they got somebody out there cooking. They got somebody out there cutting the wood. Wow, look at that. He doesn't like having... Oh, wow. Hmm. Look at my... They, these guys have no fear of, like, any other animals that might live in this. Does any... I mean, I guess not, because they don't get anything. But look at that. Imagine cooking that outside in your backyard, and then your neighbor comes by, and he looks over, and he's like, Why is... What is that? Oh, my gosh. You know, you have, like, a big fire in your backyard, a little bonfire, and you're cooking a whole lamb, some sheep back there. Naked, dude. Look at that. That is crazy. When I first watched this, I was like, I have never seen anybody cook this way before in my life. Lambs al asador. Wow. What happens if it, like, breaks or, like, falls over into the fire, and then you're, like, kind of gone for the day? And then you come back and you're like, oh, well, I guess we just burnt a whole lamb. That's, that's definitely a plus. Imagine staying in the kitchen where it's hot and you just like don't get any fresh air and everybody's like, you know, farting in there or like sweating and it gets really, you know, it's not a, a nice work environment. But this, you get some fresh air. You get to go outside every day. You get to cook out there, make fire, burn stuff. And they teach you how to cook. You don't need any experience to do this. That's also really cool. I like that. I like the no experience because all you have to have is a, a love and a want for cooking. And he just disassembled it like a, like a pro. Nothing is impossible. That's nice. How much do these guys get paid? I can't imagine it's a lot. But what if it is? Do they even need that much to survive? What are the differences? You know what? When you're a chef, you eat. You know, that's what you do. As long as the food quality is high, I guess it doesn't really matter the pay. That's a cool shot. Hmm. Poetic. I haven't. I would like to. No. What if he tossed the book into the fire? He just throws it in there and he's like, All right, that's it for today. We got to buy a new book tomorrow. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yes, when you were eight years old, you saw... Yo, same. Well, I was a little, like, 12. 12, 13 is when, like, music really, really... I mean, I always loved music, but, like, it very much... Uh, I came to, like, make my own life playlist, you know? Like, the playlist of my life. I started to really focus on it when I was 12, 13. Just really hit you. Time-lapse. Whoa, how cold do you think that water is? That's... Pfft. He's just out there, fishing. Is it good for the joints to be in cold water? I mean, maybe being in water. Oh, but he's also got a boat. He's out there solo. And the camera crew is just like, yeah, you go do your thing. We're going to hang out here and just zoom in on what you do. Yeah. Isn't that the case with all parents? They just don't get it, dude. Just to be cool. Just to experiment with clothing. Didn't understand it. 
Me too. Well, I, I do that too. You're very right. Yes. It can be de challenging sometimes because, you know, you want to appease the people that, you know, are there for you. But at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you, you know? And Lemon Fish is wrapping it up. Hmm. Oh, snap. He covering it in clay. He making pottery out of the fish. Wow. See, this is a style of cooking I never would have thought of. Clay. Whoa. Mmm. Look at that. And then he just puts it on the... That is crazy. Now, I can barely cook in an oven. You're gonna just cover this fish in clay and put it into the... Hmm. I see. Steamed fish. Mmm. Ain't that the truth? Mmm. How often does he get like little charcoal pieces or like burnt wood into the food? Hopefully not a lot. Brook trout with Andean pumpkin. Mmm. Jeez, 19 years old starting a restaurant. Can you imagine? I could never, I mean, I was in college at the time, but like, imagine, dude, 19 years old and you start your own restaurant. Yeah, 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 France. Me too. Wow. Just ups and leave. That would be the dream. Somebody comes in there and it's just like, come cook for us, please. Try today, dude. Imagine today. Nope. three-star restaurants. Well, you gotta start somewhere, you know. Dude, even Gusto's was a three-star restaurant, you know what I mean? You can't knock three-star restaurants. Cool. Look at that. Imagine being that young, working for French chefs. At that point in time, Cause that's a, that's a completely different time era to be learning. I mean, any time to learn French cuisine is, is great. But like, during that time, so different, so cool. And to be where he is now and to have learned, taken what he's learned from them and build his own thing is really nice. Oh snap, we're getting a baby. We're getting some sort of child. Yeah. Family. It's a family shot. Oh, they're just gonna have a drink? What was the direction on this? Hey guys, I know you have a ch child right there, but let's break out the alcohol. Oh snap, they're gonna give it to the kid? That's cool, that's awesome. Mm. 
nothing wrong with that. Right. Yes. You're telling me, dude. Oh, snap. Yo, the kid's gonna drink some. Get him a straw, at least. Give it... Drink it. <laughs> yes. That's... That's how I judge my wine. When I smell wine, I have to go, is it a healthy ass? Is it a nice ass? Oh, snap! Dude, he just wasted so much wine. And he spilt it on the couch. Just... Oh, she, she, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you could really just mix anything in a pot together. Oh, snap, he knocked a little bit out. That's not cool. Pick it up, little kid. Clean it, clean it. Oh, see, there you go. Good helper. When I think of, like, mixing stuff in a bowl, it doesn't look like this. But you could really cook in anything, I guess, you know? That's one of the cool things about having different kinds of cutlery, uh, not cutlery, what am I talking about? Different kinds of dishes, different kinds of uh, things to to cook with and to make. Man, the amount of fire they use, the amount of wood they burn, it's crazy. But I would do the exact same thing. Oh, snap. I don't think the baby's paying attention at all. Gosh, I want to do that. I want to read French poetry to my daughter and my baby mother. Hopefully my wife, but you get what I'm trying to say. Girlfriend, whatever. Flying. Gosh, that's so cool. That is really cool. That amount of travel. I want to do that. Maybe, you know, depends on the area, right? Who knows how long he's actually on the flight for, but... Just the change of scenery every now and then. Getting on a flight every two days to go somewhere new. Be with different people. Cook a different food every day. That is... That's really cool. I like that. Oh, snap. It's a cannoli? What is that? Some sort of pastry? Now they're in the kitchen. Now they're in like a... A real kitchen. I mean, not that the other ones aren't real, but like, the other ones are a little bit more. Oh, snap. Eat that. And then she gets food poisoning. She doesn't look like she likes it. I think one of my earliest memories of going to like a real restaurant was when I was living in uh, Germany at the time. And we used to go to like this dark restaurant with like lit with candles all around you, I guess. Something like that. And they would serve broccoli cheddar soup. 
I remember this broccoli cheddar soup and that's what made me fall in love with broccoli cheddar soup. And that was the only thing we would get. And we would get this nice piece of bread and butter and I would eat it. And it was like this fancy restaurant or like what I thought to be fancy or what, you know, I believed to be fancy at the time. Maybe it wasn't or maybe it couldn't be or it, it shouldn't have been. But uh, that's like one of my earliest memories of like a restaurant restaurant. And ever since that day, I've been trying to chase you know, creating that perfect broccoli cheddar soup. And now, this guy's making his own restaurants, doing his own thing. Mmm. Campfires. It's like summer camp. Campfires, playing the guitar, showing off. And he got his kids into cooking. Skiing on the mountains. Well, yeah, if you're living up there, that's so cool. Yeah, but what are the drawbacks? You're hiding something. Imagine if you're like, but he was a murderer. Ew. Stop kissing the feet. baby's not doing anything yeah oh snap they're dapping up man this dude does not stop with the wine can you ever like make like a a lemonade for me like if I were to meet this guy he'd be like do you drink red wine or white wine white wine I'm like, well, I don't drink. I don't drink alcohol. I don't drink wine. And he's going to be like, well, get out of here. I'm always afraid of that. It's like people don't trust me because I don't drink alcohol. It's just that I've never had it. I don't, never wanted to try it. Never, never felt the need to have it. But I do like a nice peach lemonade. If you could make it for me, that would be amazing. Hmm. It's that I hate you. It's that I don't want to be near your essence ever again in my life. What if he was just like, it's not that I don't like you. It's just that you're a weirdo. And you've like, oh, wow. That's crazy. Jeez. That sucks. I don't like talking to you. Yeah, but nowadays we just send it through text. You know what I mean? We tell the truth over text and then we try to like hide from actually having the real conversation in, in person. I don't like talking to you anymore. Sending that in the text is wild. I don't like talking to you anymore. You know? You suck. We're, our lives are completely different now. What does this remind me of? It, it doesn't remind me of... Have you ever seen the movie Chipper by the Dozens with Steve Martin? And they're all like having breakfast together? It kind of reminds me of that, but it's like... More of like a... Uh, it's kind of like more of an old-timey feel to it. You know what I mean? Kind of feels more of like a 18th century, 17th century. You know, one of those late, you know, centuries. Early centuries or whatever. Where it's like they all lived in like brick houses. And they were all like had a big cottage field farm thing. Like Little Women. You ever watch the movie Little Women? And they live in like those little shacks for houses and whatnot. It feels like that, but chipper by the dozen. But like he has all this. Ooh, look at that bread. What could be so funny? I can't really hear them, but. 
Like these shots I get, but this shot, like the documentary crew just being there, how much did they eat? They were like, hey guys, just be regular, do your thing. We're just gonna record you eating. I would be looking at the camera nonstop. I'd be like, hey, look at me, eat my soup with cheese on top. Salute. I don't have anything to drink, but clink. Kind of like a fast five moment there. Man, somebody had to sit the, out there or just leave the camera, I guess. That's right, he went to France. They get kind of prestigious after working in French, France. Mmm. That's right. This guy's got to eat too. Why is that funny? With my hat. Ha ha ha. I don't walk around with a hat and laugh, but I guess, you know, whatever the time is, I suppose. Excuse me? And I stabbed him. I kicked him in the balls. I wanted to choke him. I wanted to strangle him. I wanted to sidekick him. And eventually, I got a shotgun. And I pulled up to his house and I said, you make watches. And I make French food. And in like a Terminator way, he like cocks it back. And then... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that is so true. We all want to stick to customs. We all want to stick to what we know or like what other people have taught us. So we copy it to a T. And that's like some of the best ways to stay good at what you do. But it's also one of the worst ways to grow and to like become your own person and do your own thing. Because if you just copy, copy. There are certain things that you have to copy, right? Like if you're a snowboarder, there are certain things, certain ways to move in the board, certain tricks that you have to copy. But the way in which you do it or maybe your clothes or uh, what you start out with what you end with and the tricks and whatnot and all those other things those are completely different you have to make your own mark instead of just copying what everybody expects you to do another time lapse wow potatoes here we go this is the a1 vegetable right here this is the go-to potatoes yeah this is here we go illegal half a ton of potatoes wow Potatoes. These prestigious ways of people who eat good food. Why can't you ever just give the modern person true silverware? 
Ooh, I like that. I like that talk. You can't do that here. Well, I will. Because it's my food, my potatoes. I decide. I'm the chef. Yeah, I like that talk. I think that's cool. Tater tots? Do you make tater tots? Potato dominoes. Is there tater tots? Yeah. Look at that guy with the mustache. Oh, two guys with the mustache, but one of them has a baby mustache. The other one has a real mustache. He's up there, dog. He's doing his thing. That's right, that's right. Once you reach the highest point, you have to stay up there, otherwise you decline, or you're below that. <clears throat> that was it. Ooh, that looks cool. Oh, this is one of my favorite parts. Caranta, Patagonian pit cooking. Yeah, this is one of the coolest parts of this whole thing. This is the this is one of my the big highlights from this documentary. If nothing else, this is gonna make you rethink cooking back in the day. So many different styles of cooking. Look at that. Curanto. Twelve thousand can you believe that? 12,000 years ago, people were in there. Nalka. Hunting. Planting. Wow. Ooh, look at that. Oh my gosh. When I first watched this, when I saw that, about this pit, about the, the vegetables and all this stuff, about how they cook it down there. Imagine back in the day, somebody was like, the ground is hot, so we put food in this pit. And we go about our daily lives, and then we come back, and it's warm food at night. That is such a cool thing to me, that people found this idea so many years ago. I mean, life has been crazy. There have been cooking techniques since the dawn of time, since we could kill, since we could uh, eat. There has been a way to prepare it and to make it and to enjoy food to the fullest. And that's why I really like that moment where it's like they would put it into the pit, they would cook, and then at night it would come back. I really like that. One of my favorite parts of this whole documentary. Wow. But you didn't get married. Hmm. Not my place. Not my kind of town. No water, no electricity. That's definitely not for me. But. Don't knock it till you try it, I guess. Oh, look at that dog. Wow. Yeah. There got to be moments like that where you feel attached to a certain place, like maybe your hometown or where you were born or some certain city that you used to live in. Oh. Dang. It sucks to suck. But, you know, you live, you move on. You know what I mean? You find somebody somewhere else to call home. You find a new place that you can dig your roots into. Because that's how it feels sometimes. There's got to be some places that people can't visit. 
can't go to anymore because it just brings back sad memories, brings back old times, and it's just like, I don't want to be there. Oh yeah, that's also really difficult. What do you do for the kids? What do you want to do for yourself? And she thought she was going to get married there. But you know, that's, that is a sad moment. You think? <laughs> Dang. Difficult life lesson. Oh, snap. What are they doing? Oh, okay. It's like a dome. They're gonna cook something on there. See, this is enough, yet another way I would never think of cooking. Making a, a dome. Oh, it's more of the pits? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine doing this and like, like let's say, let's say early on in the days, right? When we had to hunt and we had to do all of this, um, we had to gather food and we had to like survive, like literally survive. And this was the way we had to cook. That would be, that is something. He's making a fish and plants and vegetables from the uh, pit. That is true. And chicken. So there are no wildlife here. Or they do their best to like, keep them away? Because if I was a wolf and I saw that these guys out here cooking all of this food, I'd be like, looks like I got some lunch. Looks like I found some people to kill and I'm going to eat their food. Wow. Ooh. Preparation. Mussels with garlic and white wine. That's woof. Yep. That looks good too. All in one go in that one area. Nice. Dang. No, I never thought about putting goat cheese in a pumpkin, but I'm starting to think of ooh. That chicken looks good. This is so, this is really cool. It's very sexy. Look at the, oh my, wow. It's making me hungry. I want to try it, I want to taste it. Just a little taste. More poetry. Hmm. Wow. Now, that, when I first watched this, I was like, man, this is so different, so dynamic, it's so cool, so much fun. To see somebody who is so experienced in cooking and yet can find his own passion, his own way of doing things. And that's what I really enjoyed about this documentary. And it's kind of how I feel about how I want to cook, you know. I want to be really good at open fire uh, cooking like that. 
in some form of capacity. I mean, they literally hung chickens from a dome and then they honey, uh, they roasted it and then they added some like honey glaze to it. Dude, that was, that was the money shot. That end of all the food that they just cooked, man, I want to make that. Now, I want to do something equally cool with all those different ingredients and different things. The goat cheese pumpkin thing, that looked really nice. I've never tried it. I've never tried goat cheese in a pumpkin. And now I kind of want to see what that's like. But one day, maybe one day, hopefully it will happen. Manifest, right? Do what you can. So that was the episode. Ah, I, I just really like that one. I really like the the style, the way that he's so open about how he felt a little, you know, like he had to stick up his butt, stick stick up, up in his rear about being this French chef and not really taking any direction. And then finally, he, you know, smuggles in potatoes and he's like, hey, I get to do what I want with these dirty potatoes and you're going to eat it because I'm the chef. And it was that charge in that direction that really made him his own chef, really made him his own person. And you still find flaws and you still mess up, but yeah, I I was really in awe of this documentary and I hope that there's some things that you guys can take away from it too. And last thing I want to say is that like going into Thanksgiving, thinking about food, I can already kind of think about the kind of uh, ways I can attach myself to the ingredients into the way that I want to cook and style my Thanksgiving to become my own person to, you know, when I have a family of my own and I get to like show them the way that I cook and the way that I like to, the foods that I like. I think that's really, that's something that's very nice to think about for me. And I got to focus on it right now. Right now I got to, I got to think about it. So I hope you guys like this episode and I will see you guys all next time. Thank you guys so much. Take care.